It's a Friday. I don't know what's happening there. Harry. Harry Mays is here. Barrett Brooks has been here. I'm here. Xander Krause is in the house. We got everything. The stream is up here. I see Colin Berger. Middle bras already at 10.57 a.m. Play action reel at 58. And this is how you know that we have a quality stream, gentlemen, is because yeah. we don't have idiots that jump in and say, first, first, and you see like 50, first, all oh, there. And now, of course, I know what I just did is invite our good people here are going to have some fun with me, of course. Right. But that that always ruins. It's like the guy who says, get in the hole on a par five drive. Mm-hmm. It's just get in the, hole. the moment. Right. Like, right. You're not. Drive the ball. Bryson is not hitting the ball 550 off the tee. You don't need to yell, get in the hole. Right. But I, I feel like with these guys already waiting on the stream before the yes. show even starts, I feel like the I feel like the strip club bouncer pulling up to the club for the day <laughs> shift at like nine in the morning and seeing cars already in the parking lot and guys sitting in their cars waiting for you to open the door. Did you just equate this show to the day shift? <laughs> yes. That ain't good, well, brother. <laughs> no, it's during the day. I mean, we're on during the day. The, the, the club only opens during the at you know in the morning, and then it stays open all night until whenever, right? Right, right. I mean, it's, 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 it's not open in the morning. I'm just saying, meaning, yeah, quality. you can go get you a quality steak at 12 in the afternoon. Exactly. You know, on some days, yeah. Okay, Barrett, while you may be able to get a quality steak, at 12.30 in the afternoon, the chances of the quality aesthetics oh, okay, yeah. at 12.30. Because why? Why would you waste something at 12.30 when you can showcase it at 9, 10 at night? Well, well what it is is, what, you, what it is is 12 o'clock, you get the, you know, you see, you get the bullet holes and asses and, and razor blade cuts across the face type of people then. That's what, what? you get, bro. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> and that's what Harry just acquitted the show to. What in the world is that? Where's Ryan Culver cutting this up when we need him? Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Now, we've got, and I'm glad, we don't even talk anymore. So I'm glad that Harry put this behind. We do, I, I kid, but I didn't know that he had the banner behind it. Ron Culver does weigh in, by the way, and says, Vivica A. Fox work the day shift in Independence Day. Well, there, I don't you know. Know. there you go. There you go. That's, That's not so bad. Okay? Yeah. I guarantee you, all right? You give, right. you give me paid time off, I'll travel the country, COVID or not, mm-hmm. and I will prove my point, which is the 1230 shift in the afternoon. I don't know. Don't, don't go ripping the day shift unless you've sampled throughout the country already, which I have. <laughs> I've been around myself, Harry, okay? Like Nashville uh, to Columbus mm-hmm. to the Northeast, the Southeast. That's, that's, that's yesteryear, man. That's yesteryear, man. I, 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 I don't frequent them places anymore. But I, I mean, what Look, is this? A disclaimer? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> his mom's watching. His yeah. wife's. My mom's watching too. Do I have to do this? <laughs> Barrett has like all of his immediate family watching. Right. 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 So he's just tight right now thinking like, oh, do I navigate yeah. that? Mama Brooks is in the house. Right. No, My see, she's not right working. Well, look, look, look. See, she's not on right now. So I can tell you the pink slip in, in, in uh, East St. Louis. East St. Louis is bad, man. It's so bad there that they don't even really have a police department. The county comes out and, and, and polices them. East St. Louis place- is so bad, Missouri didn't want it. It's in Illinois. <laughs> 
exactly. So you know the play, man. So it's, yeah. it's a terrible place, man. So you go over there at a strip club called the Pink Slip. And all you oh. have to do is say the slip, and it's, it's over, man. Now, that's where I met by bullet holes and, and, yeah. and razor bay cuts. I'm and sure. I'm sure. All asses. Harry's analogy oh. here. Now, now my mom's watching. Now, okay. So we can move <laughs> to Carson Wentz, which is behind Harry. And there was a lot yesterday including the owner but let's listen we have a little bit of time here there's a lot of conversations that happen at the end of the year that um, with my agent with with everybody that you know i'm not going to delve into the dive into the specifics on that as far as being a competitor i've never once questioned my competitiveness um you know but at the end of the day this was outside of my control and you know i, I am appreciative of everything that that happened in philly of you know all of the opportunities and you know i know i where i'm at today for five years, I gave everything I had, both on and off the field. And and like I said earlier, when I lay my head on that pillow at night, I know I gave everything I had. It didn't go the way that we all desired and wanted it to go, but I can sleep well at night knowing I, I poured my heart and soul into everything I had in that city on and off the field. And we're excited for, the, for a new start and for a new opportunity. Are you saying you didn't want to be traded? I'm not saying one way or another. You know, there's a lot of conversations, a lot of things that that kind of shook out. And as it played out, you know, this is this is what went down. And, and I'm I'm excited about it. I'll tell you that much. OK, so here's my one thing. And you guys can have at it as soon as we're back on the radio. We'll, we'll talk about this at length. But I'm that just was gonna... less Bowen, by the way. OK, yeah. it sounded like yeah. as we wind down in the next 15 seconds, I'm just going to give you my my mantra of the day. OK. You cannot. Be upset about you cannot simultaneously be upset about Carson Wentz wanting out and Howie Roseman ruining this football team. You have to pick a side. That's just me. This is a Gal Media property in partnership. We'll with listen to that again. Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yeah, we had a lot of action last night and even more here with us yesterday throughout the day as there were dueling press conferences, almost <laughs> like it was done on purpose. You think so? Yeah, trying to preempt Carson Wentz. What a what a wow. low down, dirty move. To preempt. I can't believe that the Eagles would do such a thing. I mean, you know, this was the organization that always would try to get the the back page of the Daily News whenever one of the other local teams was doing something. The Eagles would announce something, even if it was off season, like it is right now, in the middle of you know March. You know, everybody's consumed with maybe March Madness or Phillies baseball, the Sixers, Flyers, and all of a sudden the Eagles put something out just to grab the headlines and steal it away. It's amazing. Oh, no question. I love it, man. And and at the end of the day, I looked at the, I listened to to Carson's press conference. Then I listened to uh, finally got a chance to listen to um, you know, the new coach. And I I'm along the belief that yes, we should not have heard from him. Let's just wait till the season starts. Let's it's just wait until some performance. Sirianni. Yes. You're saying that they should just keep this guy. Under wraps, keep yes. him in the basement. Gag at his a ball and gag, and just say, "Don't say a damn thing." Yes, yes. Show <laughs> wow. me you can coach. Wow, so you're not, wow. so you're not impressed, Barrett. Show me, show me you can coach. Attitudes. That's all you gotta do. Show me you can coach. I don't need you to talk. Show me you can coach. If no, you he's can get those, fully the men. 
He's got to talk to the fan base periodically, Barrett. I mean, that come on, that's he's gonna mess it it up. He's gonna mess it up, man. What do you mean? If if he can't coach, he's gonna mess it up. If he can coach, nobody's gonna care that he's kind of a goof in front of the microphone. Well, because right, because he could lose his team. But here's uh, by Ah. by, by speaking. It sounds like Barrett's is making that point where it's almost like, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, Mr. Brooks, but it's almost like this guy could do more damage by talking and do at the very least no more damage by staying quiet. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Wow. And I'll explain well, when we come back. Are? Okay, I, I, but- I'll explain when we get back. Look All right. At that. Yeah. We got a lot to get into there Look with that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a lot. Oh, man. We also got Carson Wentz audio. We have the middle. John trivia. McMullen. Oh, yeah. John McMullen. And you know, big announcement that he's going to tell right. us. That's right. Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The, the, the middle. <laughs> we need a little maze. Wait, wait, yeah. what was the commercial? Yeah, Harry goes, I don't need a little anything. You'd have little Harry or little maze. Little maze. And, and you pull a <laughs> string maze. and it yeah. says, I am out. Or like four or five different maze sayings. Now that's an idea. Did you see a Shander doll? It oh, never yeah. stops talking. No, oh, you don't even God. need to pull the string. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Maze. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. I, just, I laugh every time I hear that. What's that? That promo. <laughs> a little man. I am out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got the Huntington Valley hat on. Yeah, I got the. I uh, like that. It's a rope hat, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it have the little rope on at the back yeah, of the rim? Yeah. Yeah. The rope. It only goes on the side here. It stops there. I like it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's only. It covers the back of the brim. Yeah. It's, That's it. It's nice. That's old I school. Have the white one. The valley one that I had to get that dry clean, which is white yeah. is tough, man. That's old school. Like Lee Trevino used to wear those rope hats. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it was back before Lil Yachty, where, like, you could actually wear, like, polos and stuff mm. and not be accused of being a Lil Yachty fan. <laughs> like boating stuff, I mean. All right. <laughs> Lil Yachty. So what are these kids a, doing? These is days? that a rapper? Lil Yachty? Yeah. Lil Yachty? Yeah. <laughs> Did I miss it? Oh, these? yeah. Check it out, y'all. Hold on. We are back. I thought I, I guess I missed the imaging. What is yeah. happening back there? Well, I'm I'm focused <laughs> on you. Like everybody right. is all curious about what happened to your camera angle. They think that you watched WAP this morning. That you were so up. <laughs> I did not. Your your actual monitor. No, I did not. I I had an mind. issue. I've had an issue with the uh, the desktop that I was using, the iMac, if you will. Uh, which is what I normally use for the show. And it started to just shut down on me, period, like intermittently, which is shut down. And right. I took it into the Genius Bar at the Apple yeah. Store with an, with an yeah. appointment. And uh, the technicians, you know, are looking at it. And they, did, they decided I needed to keep it there for a couple of days so they can really fix it. So I'm, I'm using the, the laptop right now. Not the WAPTOP, the laptop. <laughs> you have a separate one that's the WAPTOP? I no, I just have the laptop. Yeah, but here's the thing: the laptop encompasses not just the video. I mean, that would be the code name for the hard drive that is specific to that type of material. Right. right. That was on like, my old. That was my old computer. That's gone. I'm just saying, some people yeah. have home phones and work phones, mm -hmm. right? You would have a work laptop and a porn laptop. That's basically <laughs> what we <we're saying. laughs> uh, you That's know, what I, people want to believe. Let them believe. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Who am I to uh, ruin right. their fun? No, no, no. That's that's fine. And yeah. by all means, that's not what we came here to talk to you today about. Now, we have a couple of things on the docket. I at least have a couple of things on the docket. There's nothing crazy besides John McMullen today talking about the two things we'll bring up, which is competing press conference yesterday and just how weird it was. But as you can see, even still with the new camera behind Harry Mays, there's Carson Wentz. And we were talking about it as we opened up about the Wentz, Dude. the Roseman, and everything happening here. We did have a couple of games last night. And uh, boy, he's not here right now. But just remind me on Tuesday because the skunk was out. Oh. The skunk made an appearance last night in the form of Jason Martinez, and I he ruined, ruined me. I went three and one and cashed out three other bets ahead of that Michigan State game because of you, where you told me you were going to take UCLA. I did. So I hit everything else, and I said, you know what? I'm three and zero oh on the night. Let me cash out tickets. I'm fine with that. I didn't. I just didn't know what the hell was going to happen with the state game. That's good but, work by you. You know what, Barrett? I got lucky because yeah. Harry, Harry played it, and then I looked around, and I didn't want to test my luck. But, boy, I think Martinez sabotaged us. I think he gave us weak picks on purpose. And you know what that means? That means the skunk is out. And that's all I'm saying about yep. that. We uh, have, you know, we have the tournament great, that begins today. Well, last night's game, I mean, last night the, the Michigan, uh, Michigan State game, and the whole time I was thinking – Man, how did Harry? I mean, how did Harry do this? How did you talk that up? Because I didn't think they had a snowball's chance, man. UCLA of doing anything against? Yeah, I well, didn't think they bust. I mean, like the the right, old, right. Them and LSU, I think. Are the biggest I just figured, and I even took Michigan State in my bracket pool. So, but I don't really care about that. It's, well, you it's can way, change that. 
Yeah, it's wagers that I care about. And I, right. I started looking at it, and I'm like, you know, Michigan State, they're on TV a lot this season. They're on every year. I watched them quite a bit. In fact, I'd say maybe a third of the college basketball games that I saw involved Michigan State in some weird way. Yeah. And they never looked good to me. They, they're not a good squad, and everybody loves Izzo, and I get it. I love him, too. He's great in the tournament, typically. And nobody's talking about this UCLA team, and I like their coach, Cronin, from his days at Cincinnati. Yeah. They're, they're, it's going to be a tougher-minded type of Pac-12 type of team because he is a tough dude, that little guy. And he I just figured they that they'd come in with some grit, and nobody yep. took UCLA. Everybody and your brother was on Michigan State. So I'm like, I'm going to sit on the other side and watch this. Well, you, well look, you're absolutely right, man. That was great. great that was a great game plan by you because that's exactly <laughs> what it was. They just hung around the entire yeah. time, hung around, never, you know, more than like four or five points away from them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they took over in the last four minutes. I mean, it was yep. it, great execution. Well, here's the thing. The other three games played, even the Drake game. Yeah. Played exactly. It took it took 30 minutes of game time to get to that point. But everything played out, everything except for that one at the end. And the reality is, is that, Michigan State, and, and you're right, Harry, I think the buy-in to Michigan State centered around how good the, the Big Ten is. Mm-hmm. And I think people are in a rude awakening, 4-1, when they see some Big Ten teams fall out early. And look, yeah. I, I don't trust Colorado outside of Boulder like our pal Jeff Parles doesn't, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if you see one or two Pac-12 teams win a game or so, and then a couple of Big Ten teams fall out. I think that yeah. was the belief, which is Michigan State survived a really, really tough conference. And, ah, here's UCLA. Pac-12 is down. Right. Go ahead, have Adam. Yeah, I agree with you. I like USC, too, out of the Pac-12. They got some players on that squad. I don't know what to do because I initially had Drake winning the game last night and then beating USC, losing to Kansas. Now, mm-hmm. I still like Drake. I, I still – the offense is there. The, the capabilities to score are there. But I'm back now on not knowing what to do with USC based off mm-hmm. that game last night by UCLA. Yeah. I think I'm buying into the Pac-12, and I might be starting to sell prematurely maybe. The, no, you the, are. No, don't don't go that far. No. Oh, it's, it's premature. <laughs> don't go that far. You're going to well, you know, the, the Illinois ed- ledge? <laughs> I'm you know saying, that Drake you know, uh, Wichita State game. That's an old uh, rival. You know they used to yeah, be in the is. same league years ago. I mean, they, yeah. there's a lot of history between those two schools. About four or five years, and they both were going to the yeah. tournament. So yeah, yeah I mean, you're right. Shaka had them all right, or um, you know, you had that run. Not Shaka. You had the run with the Shockers. Part of me. Yeah, the Shockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they had that run, and then they bounce. Right. How, Marshall how, Marshall was their their head coach that got fired. Right, but uh, how he long? Got him in the tournament a lot. They they've only been in the American what two three years? I think like three or three or four years now. Okay, yeah. yeah so they got the hell uh, is you know one little sniff of success, and they say enough with you guys. We're out of here. Mm-hmm. Now did you uh, did you hear how that thing ended? This is TBS. Well, he missed it. At Wichita State, a chance at the final shot. They're down one. This is for the win. Oh, off the front iron. Oh, my goodness. The Drake Bulldogs survive. Now, that's that's a game where you can see momentum. That's that's all. I, I don't know. You know what? Last night, Harry hit. I'm happy for you. I hit my three. I'm happy for anybody who listened. If you listen to me and Mertitas, I apologize for the show. <laughs> you got buried. I mean, I took a bath. Last the pegs. night, because the of the, those hockey picks, Barrett, were that so stunk. bad. We needed, 
We needed you from beating your beating your booking. We had the pegs. The pegs look good. The pegs. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, you know, oh. Wichita State had a timeout left in that game. Yep. And, and they they're taking it. like a 40 footer with like two seconds left. I mean, that right. I can I can guarantee you that the previous coach that had to be fired for his antics uh would have called a timeout. That would have not have played out that way had he still been on the sidelines. Absolutely not. Yeah. Jim Harrick would have known to call a timeout. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, come on. Unbelievable. Now we've got some people that have popped in this bracket here. All right. And you still have technically 40 minutes to go. If you have not jumped in, but we have a, it's, it's nice. You know, we got about nice little pool here. I guess people have put it in a couple of brackets so you can still come in. I don't see angry Al after making making such a big deal about it, but Mm -hmm. I'll put it in there one more time for everybody. And then I know you guys caught this, right? I was kind of in and out of sleep because I already cashed the ticket out, but going into the half, did you see what happened going into the half? with Izzo and what looked like one, if not two of his players. I did not. All right. Well, then this is Kenny and Barkley reacting to Tom Izzo restraining, grabbing, holding, what have you, a player. And this whole, this team was in disarray. It has to be answered, asked. It has to be answered because it's not a normal environment that you see coach and player in relationship that they have. Usually coaches are there to not create the chaos or players create it is to control it. Yep. That, that chaos was not controlled in that moment. And it was visible. It wasn't on the bench. It wasn't in the locker room. It was visible to everyone who's watching. And it is, it wasn't normal. And to me, both were in the wrong. I, I don't think anyone was right in that situation. I don't think that should be a normal behavior for any for coach or player. Um, but you know, they got over it and they moved on. And all right, before we hear from Barkley, let's talk about this because Barrett, you've been in situations and man, yeah, absolutely, we had yep. Lou Holtz back in the day, right? I mean, that's yep. the thing is we used to grab and spit at players. L- let me say this: there was another moment that should be brought up about Izzo touching players, mm-hmm. and it was on the sideline after a terrible switch on defense in which two of his top players were going back and forth and yelling. And what he did is he noticed it as they were coming off the court. I and saw that. Were, he grabbed both of their hands and brought them almost together to like where they had no choice but to be there. And he put them purposely in the position of where they had to reason it out. So I'm right. not validating what he did at the end of the half. What I'm saying is that this is not a guy who I think is doing something that was malicious. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that a coach in the past or whatever has been, you know, we who was the guy, Martin, right, in Texas Tech, who was accused of, like, being really rough with Frank players. Martin? Frank Martin. Frank Martin, Frank Martin right. was Kansas, Kansas State, guy. and now he's at yeah. South Carolina. Was yeah. he not at Tech before Kansas State? No. Um, <laughs> Bobby Knight was at Texas Tech. That's fine, right? Yeah. But, All right. That, that'll work. <laughs> that'll so work. Let, so let's look at. I just wanted to bring that up real quick and, and add some context. And let's yeah. listen to Barkley. Then you guys can have that. He's referencing two years ago with Aaron yeah. Henry when Aaron Henry yeah. were their first round game against Bradley uh, that got heated as well. Yeah. Listen, this thing is getting out of hand. The coach can yell at the players. We get. That was more than yelling. We get. We get. To, well, he's. 
if, can't if, grab if, a if I yell at my kid and they walk away, I'm gonna grab them. No, I'm not done talking to you. That's the exact <laughs> well, same situation. I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's. I think that's. That's creating chaos instead of controlling yeah. it. Uh, well, you, you when, grabbing, when, you, when your parents or coach are talking to you, you don't walk away. Yeah, I'm just and I know, listen, I'm not going to be one of these idiots on TV. Every time a coach yelled at a player, said a coach is wrong. If your coach is trying to talk to you, your mom and dad trying to talk to you, you don't walk away. I, I think that's why I said they both are wrong, yeah. but you got to also control the chaos and not enhance it. All right. You got to check the chaos first. The, yeah. the chaos shouldn't have been there. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, I'm okay the, with this, though. It's too soft. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's too much soft, too much softness in in in, in all these leagues at this point. You know, what I mean, it, it was a point where coaches helped you develop into being, you know, who you are as a man, woman, or whatever. You know, I yeah. mean, it really guided you as, as as far as making great decisions. But I don't even and, know that you know, it's the players here that that are reacting that way. It's just the 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 fishbowl that we live in right. now, and, and and events and everything is watched, and everybody's re reacting on social media, and, and it's that reaction that I think is is what people react to it's not even right. the players that are upset with their coach i don't i don't Absolutely. think so the players aren't upset uh, upset at the coach i mean at the end of the day when a coach stops talking to you and leaves you alone that's when you worry because that means he's you're yeah, out he you know he's no more invested in you. he's not invested in you yeah he doesn't yeah. believe in you anymore and when he when that happens then you get nervous when, but if a coach is constantly on you Mm -hmm. That means he believes in, in, in his so you. you have more. Yeah, you have right. more to give than what you're giving. Right. Yeah, you don't want to walk down the hall and say, what's up, coach? And a uh -huh. coach is like, on a, I'm on a call. Right. I'm on a call. <laughs> I mean, right. Like, our, like right. our old program director used to do to us. <laughs> right. Well, he never did it to me. No. I, he did that to me. I don't, oh, hey. Excuse me. Uh, all right, real quick. Who are you talking to? Break, let's listen to Izzo. Coach, you and Gabe Brown, they had sort of a heated exchange going into halftime. Can you tell us what that was about? <laughs> you guys are beautiful. Yeah, he missed a, a play, and I told him, and he walked away, and so I told him to come back. I mean, <laughs> I, we went through this a couple of years ago. Um, a, a game like that, that's the question you're going to ask me. Uh, I guess I'll answer it because the media has the right to ask whatever question, but, um, you know, we'll get him in here, and you can ask him. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a normal nothing. It's just that uh, this day and age, everything's something. Yep. Good answer. Right. All right. We're, we're yeah. going to go to break. We're going to go. We'll, you go ahead and send us the break because I want yeah. I want to go into the dive into this a little more. All right. Here we go. Listen to Barrett calling it. you to go to break. I love it. We'll do it. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about B-A-T-L-E-S Every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person. 
a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. The, the middle. I got to be honest with you. If I know you and you ate 75 hot dogs, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not associating with you. Like, stay the hell away from me. Honestly. Physically, on Twitter, yeah. everything. In fact, anybody that eats a, a hot dog and soaks the bun in water to make it go down, lose my number. That's what they do, huh? Yeah, it's disgusting. Lubricate the hot dog. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Man, so I've two episodes into the show. It's pretty good. What's that? The one it's called? The one. See, see. Yeah, yeah my mom watched yet. a couple episodes of it, actually. Yeah? Yeah, based it's on the good. show, based on the recommendations during the show. In fact, well, when I was down there in Florida two weeks ago, she was asking me specific questions about McMullen. <laughs> That's really? how wrapped into the show she is. Yeah. That is amazing. Unbelievable. Mama Brooks, Mama Maze, this yeah. is outstanding here. Yeah. <laughs> This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know, we're able to invite, we can have up to 10 people on the screen at once, which means that we could have six. The most we've ever had was, what, five, I think, right? Yeah, six? I think so. Yeah. No, no we I never don't had think six. so. Not while I've been on the show. Uh, wait a second. Maybe over vac. Maybe when one. I think maybe when Harry was on vacation, Barrett, we might have had us two, Jason, John, Jake. Now I guess you're right. It would, and then a guest. No, maybe not. No. Okay, that's fine. Still five people. All right, we could technically because now I find out that it's not just Barrett's mom. It's Harry's mom. Full on infused in this program here. <laughs> right. We could do that. We get all three of three of them on or, and just take the day off. Well, you know what? That's, see, that's what it is. Show. Right, right, right. But see, the that's moms do the show? Yeah, just, yeah. just have a mom's day. <laughs> you know, Friday's the boss of the gloss, right? Jake's off on the network. Yeah. Why don't we do mom's day here? Dick Asman. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Right? Yeah. Every I'll, tell you that. I'll tell you what. When my mom sent me to Kansas State, she trusted that uh, Coach Schneider was going to make sure that I was going to be right. Right. And do right. Right. So she trusted me with that coach. And I don't understand why these days that the parents don't trust the coaches being able to 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 make sure that, you're, you know, your child, you're dropping them off and 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 basically just handing the keys to them. You know, that right. hopefully they won't ruin you. And and like I said, Coach Snyder saved my life, man. Mm-hmm. Saved my life, bro. And if you I, were I was, if you walked away from him during, you know, him talking to you, he would have probably grabbed you and said, hey, get back here. Right. 
And your mom would have been fine with it. Yeah. What? what? She, I know you didn't. She'd be up there trying to take my head off too. Exactly. You know, and, and that's the problem these days. Uh-huh. People are too sensitive. Yep. You know, I, I, I remember I quit. I called my mom. I asked her, I said, look, mom, I need you to uh, send me some money for the Greyhound. For what? You don't need to visit. You just got there. I said, no, mom, I don't want to, I don't want to play here. I can't say, oh, what? And hung the phone up on me. <laughs> I love it. Hung it up on me. That's good parenting my right pops. there. I called my pops. He did the same thing. I called my uncle. He sent me the money. And when I got the ticket, um, I left the flight. I mean, the, um, the Greyhound bus left at 5 o'clock in the morning. Well, 5.30. I left with all my stuff packed. And my roommate called the head coach on me. Was he, he a called player too? Yeah, he was a player. Okay, yeah. Called him on me. And... I, it's like seven. It was like seven o'clock in the morning, and we're driving through Topeka. And well, just before we got to Topeka, now there's nothing around. You know, it's it's in Kansas. It's flat. Yeah. Nothing I've ever driven in Kansas. For people who don't know, yeah, I've done this before, where I've driven the entire state, going from Gettysburg College to Denver, Colorado, Barrett, mm-hmm. and it is. It's like you're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Because exactly. it's flat, and there's nothing for hundreds of miles around you until you hit a city, and then when you're back in the middle of nowhere, I mean, it, it's frightening, is it? Yeah, not? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost like your dog can run away twenty miles, and you can still see him. That's it's how crazy. flat it is. You know, crazy. Right. Yeah. So it's you you're know, just driving. It feels like you're driving going nowhere, like a flip yeah. You're track. making no progress. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Your head, and, and then all of a sudden, out of the ground come the Rocky Mountains, and you're you're like, wow, look at that! Isn't right. it amazing? The first time you see it, you're like, holy crap! I mean, it's amazing, man. Wait, so, did they pull the bus over? Well, he did. Coach Snyder did. He jumped in his Cadillac and pulled the bus over in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. I woke up. You know, the sun was just coming up. He gets on the bus. He instantly starts cussing me out. First of all, you know you have respect in the state of Kansas that he pulled a a, 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 a Greyhound bus over. Pulled mm-hmm. it over. Yeah, the current basketball coach wouldn't have been able to do that. I can't That's what I'm saying. No. no. He did that <laughs> without the, the help of a state trooper, though, right? No it, state he didn't trooper. Have a, no, he didn't have a trooper. Oh, no. wow. Just him and his Cadillac. Pulled it over. Got on the bus. Now, he'd have been arrested these days. They'd arrest him for that. He cussed <laughs> me out. I said... And, and he's gonna get your ass off this bus. And I'm looking at him like, hey, look, man, you know, you're a little short, little white dude cussing me out. And you're old. I mean, I could I could really choke you to death if I wanted to. And I saw I looked in his eyes and saw how serious he was. I'm like, oh no, I ain't messing with him. <laughs> got off the bus with him, got in the cat, like he cussed me out for a solid hour and a half. Are you all the way back to all school? All the way back. Now got there, and then he made me run. Who yeah. saved my life? Just random, random citizens on that yes. bus just trying yes. to make their way back to St. Louis. Yeah, you probably had some 65, 70-year-old <laughs> woman sitting next to you, frightened, clutching her. Per- oh, my God, we're all going to die. Like, right. Yeah. It was I crazy, man. I that. So he's probably yeah. channeling some practice. <laughs> Get your ass out there right now running some laps. Probably had you he, running laps around the bus. He hijacked the bus. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like, could you? You're 75 years old. All you're trying to do is get back to some family in St. Louis. You see some maniac in a Cadillac pulling up on your bus. Pull over, dressed in purple, dressed in purple. Because I guarantee he had the the sweats on or the coaches outfit, whatever. No question. Was the Cadillac purple? And I sat there. Oh my god! Yeah, and you know, it, it was a bunch of soldiers on there because Fort Riley was a. Uh, it's like 
like 30 minutes to, were to they the arm? rest of us. Good thing they weren't armed. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, they would have been shot on sight. You know, no 411 worth is right around the corner, too. You know, right, the like, prison. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really. crazy, man, that he, he, I mean, he, you would, he would have gone to jail these days. They wouldn't have allowed that to happen. Yeah. But he thought enough of me. And he said, and, and the whole time he said, I told your parents that I was going to do this and this and this and this and that. And he saved my life. So I don't understand why people get as involved in, I mean, Come on. I mean, I know there's bad people in the world, but if a, if a, if a coach is trying to make yeah, if a coach is trying to make you a better man, better woman, mm -hmm. or better whatever, let them do their work, man. Stop getting yep. so sensitive. Yep. I mean, half those guys on the I'm gonna look at the guys man, why don't they start combing their damn hair, man? Nobody <laughs> on the on the court combed their damn hair. Well, that that's my issue is gonna be with this Michigan kid who won't shave his shoulders. Right. right. <laughs> we got a lot coming up. At some point, John McMullen's gonna join us. I'm not really sure when. But he'll oh, we don't know. Uh, it's fine. He's he can come on whenever he wants and stay as long as he wants. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we're not going to have that luxury coming up yeah. soon. And we'll explain all of that. Yes, Harry. We've got we also have to get into this Beijing thing from Kenny right. Smith. Beijing. We'll yeah, do that next. Beijing. Yeah. All right. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront. To make sure Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. The, the, the middle. I got to be honest with you. If I know you and you ate 75 hot dogs, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not associating with you. Like, stay the hell away from me. Honestly. Physically, on Twitter, yeah. everything. In fact, anybody that eats a, a hot dog and soaks the bun in water to make it go down, lose my number. That's what they do, huh? Yeah, it's disgusting. Lubricate the hot dog. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. So what did your what did your mom say? I was curious about the show. Does she like it? 
Oh, yeah. She watches every day, start to finish. No, no, not our show. The one. Oh, uh, she watched a couple episodes and thought it was okay. That was okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Hey, but did, she did like Hannibal, LC. She oh, yeah. Did like Hannibal. All of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that tells me all I need to know. <laughs> so you need. You need... <laughs> I, I refuse to give any type of credibility to this show. This is the middle. Oh, uh, that's great work by you, Shan. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So you guys are going to lose me around twelve twenty. Just so you know, I'm going to give you a heads up. Well, because I'm going to have both eyes on what I believe to be a very, very slow start to the Vatech Florida game, mm -hmm. which will tip off at 12.15 Eastern, where I can then jump in at like a 105 to maybe 115 range of a total mm -hmm. and go over. It's at 135 now. We, we've seen, I mean, think about it. From the conference tournament to last night, to what I imagine is today, and I'm looking at a couple of these totals, a lot of low-scoring first halves, a lot from the mm -hmm. conference all the way through last night. Even last night. Now, the one exception, of course, is the late game, but that was, again, UCLA. If their offense is cooking, they're going to score a lot of points in general. But everything else played to the exact tee, yeah. where those three games were exactly – I mean, Drake had 25 points in the first half. I know. First half. Any yeah, thoughts it was yeah, Florida has been bet uh, significantly where you look at the open to today and they're now a dog. They're mm. now a one point. They opened up as a one point favorite. They're now one. I can get it at one and a half locally here in PA, Florida, Florida, plus one and a half. The money line is flipped from minus 112 to about plus 106 or so uh, in, in a game. In, in well, then Virginia Tech has been bet. You mean, well, if Florida has been bet up. Right, Vatech would be bet down. Florida's been bet into a into a dog. Well, Florida opened as the favorite. That means Correct. Virginia Tech is getting bet like crazy. Well, get like bet like to win. Crazy. Correct, but there is a from a money standpoint, yes, but not from an overall bet standpoint. Okay. The amount the amount of bets are pretty much split down the middle. What I see, okay. but I see two thirds of the money, actually close to three quarters of the money. On Vatex money line. Mm. So if you look at it, half of the 20, I'm counting here on the Action Network, about 23,000 bets have come in public right now. What they're getting, that's not every single bet, but that's what they're getting from right. book. So Vatex, just all of these bets are split pretty much 45, 55, or 50 50. But the amount of money, two thirds of the money is on Vatex laying now yeah. on the spread. And three quarters of the money is on the money line for Vatech. I'm going to take Virginia Tech money line then. Uh, I just locked it in. <laughs> you might have already lost the value, right? 120? What'd you get it at? Well, I don't want to have to win by two. No, no, I, I, I'm with you, but I'm saying yeah. as far as what did you get him on the money line at? 120. Okay, it's not bad. Boy, I'm, I, I tell you what, let's look at this real quick because the the one thing I would say to you guys is let's take advantage of one theme so far, and that's been teams just getting their feet wet. I mean, last night, I don't know if you guys even watched the, the games ahead of time, but 
it seems like everybody is so nervous or just yep. in their time, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's nothing that could have made me watch Mount St. Mary's against Texas Southern. I'm sorry. Texas Southern. I'm not, I'm not signing out. up for that. Hey, what would that no. game start at? Like 530 or something? Yeah, it was 510, yeah. 520 started. And it was the problem, of course, and that's why the bet hit, is Mount St. Mary's actually does a good job of controlling tempo in games. Mm. And they don't score points. Yeah. Look, I got to be honest with you. I'm not going to sit around and watch the uh, like if Colgate, Arkansas, which is going to be a game that starts. Uh, yeah, I'll watch that game. I yeah, like Arkansas. I will. Yeah. But if it's 28, 25 at the half, I'm not going to be happy. I'll probably click off. I might watch episode three of the one. Is that I'm, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need what is going on with so these low scoring games. It's not fun. I'm well, not, me, I'm not hating think, the tournament. Don't. No, but you think about it, all these teams. Nobody's played a full schedule, right? Uh, you know, practices. You know, teams have missed a lot of practice time that they'd normally get. You know, they've got guys coming in and out of the roster. With all, it's just been a disheveled mess this entire year. It's just, you know, let's just be happy that we got to the tournament and they actually might pull this thing off. Yeah, you said something there, man. At least we got to the tournament. Yeah, I mean, there was a point where yeah. I didn't think we were going to have that. So. Yeah. Well, you, you gotta think again, about I'm not complaining though, Barrett. I'm, right, I'm right. saying it's not like we can't. Here's the thing: there has to be some sort of gray area for being able to watch something, not enjoy it, talk about you're not enjoying it without being like, "Oh, this thing sucks. I hate right. it." You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I, I just I would like I would like games like we saw last night, and unfortunately, during the day and into the evening, the UCLA Michigan mm -hmm. State game was the anomaly. And really, if you look at conference tournaments up through last night, it's been the anomaly. Not one mm -hmm. game, but it's been the anomaly with high-scoring games. I don't, You don't get many games in the 80s. Nope. Like that Texas-Abilene Christian game, I'm expecting fireworks. Well, I mean, if, if, if the way things are going, man, I, I it's just this is just a hard, hard bracketology type of deal to even deal with, man. You know, just thinking of how these teams got into this because, you know, Harley – any of the games were being played. I mean, you know, look at look at the ACC. You know, it, everything's just shambled when you're know, going into that, um, going into their to, to their uh, conference finals. So, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be any different going into these brackets. Are they are they going to? I mean, how are they going to do this? Are they going to be in like a bubble type of situation? What are they doing? Yeah, for you're this? in a bubble right now. Okay. Yeah. And, right. and here's the thing: you're in a bubble, and that's a factor. But yep. I tell you, there's there's one thing that we probably should be talking about since we are talking about the games and, and looking at this from a betting standpoint. Right. I think we should talk. We should factor in that this is played in a dome and there are a lot of teams that don't play in domes mm -hmm. and there are teams that struggle. It's a thing. It, that's one of the biggest metrics. I don't care what you are against the spread after a win on the road as much as I care about. Do you play in a dome? Because yeah. if you don't. It's hard to see the rim. It's tough to make shots. Playing in a – think about it. Purdue. Purdue has North Texas today, right? Anybody yeah. who's not used to playing in a dome is probably going to get run out of the gym. It's, a, it's definitely a difference, man. Definitely a difference. I, I saw it in high school um, with guys that, you know, could play out in the park and, you know, shoot the lights out in the park, you know, with chains, yeah. you know, at, at, at the rims. But you get them in, in, a, in a situation where they're inside a building – it just throws everything off, and I think these yeah. players are going to have have different. I mean, look at uh Connecticut, Connecticut when they won a national championship, they were in that dome situation. They were used to being uh, in those type of situations. So when you're used to that, you know, it makes a 
huge difference on how you approach the game. Now, uh, Play Action Reel says Texas Southern is where Megan the Stallion went, and he thought that would draw me in. But no, that was not even enough to get me to watch that basketball game. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. Now, I just put it in here. Two games that feature teams that are not used to playing in the dome. Hmm. And I bumped it up a little bit. Always moving the line. Who's that? What two teams? Line. Always moving a line. <laughs> I went North Texas Purdue and I bumped that thing up to 132 and I went under. And I went Rutgers Clemson, bumped that thing up to 132. That's an under. That, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, an under. 125 and a half, I bumped it to 132. So both yeah. of those get me plus 103 back, even money wow. for two games that feature teams that should be uncomfortable in the dome. Now, where I sit right now, I'm wavering because Harry is locked in to Vatek on the money line. And I just see it dip now to 124. I would like to take Virginia Tech in the first half or at the very least go under in the first half. Vatek money line first half is minus 121. The spread in the first half wow. is half a point. How long have you take been watching? Take the under this? in the first half. And we got to get to this Kenny Smith situation. Because I was texting you guys last night. I'm getting texts about what is wrong with Kenny Smith's hair from other people. <laughs> our our former colleague, Nick Kale, is texting me, what's up with Kenny Smith's head? And I Doesn't said, I think that's hair? that Bajan stuff. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> so I, I thought Kale's bald, too. He is bald. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's got the little chin strap beard and all this stuff. But So I texted Barrett. I'm like, hey, is that that stuff you were talking about? And he's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Right there. Right there, the basin. <laughs> and I turned around, I, let, I showed my wife, I said, look, th this is what we talk about on our show. This right. is why our show is, is so great. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you I mean, he hit it right on the head. Right, and you right get that at Amazon, right? This beige. Right, yes, you do. But it's not spelled Bayesian. It's spelled differently. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's spelled totally different. But it's like fact, paint. It, that's all it is. It's, it's like, like dye on your head. Well, it's exactly not like it. shoe polish, but it's yeah, it's it's close enough. Right. It looks like a shoe polish can. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like it's it's supposed to be something that if you put on your head is not going to irritate or you know, like you can't you can't walk around with shoe polish on your head, man. No, but it, it, I mean it, it's compatible it's with like your skin, man. But these stooges. <laughs> He had shoe polish in his hair. Look like it, right? Ooh, I tell you what, though, man, my my guy, man, my guy. He was he was he stayed with the Beijing real tight too. I mean, JB had it so tight. I'm like, Jerome Bettis, yeah, Jerome Bettis, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So but yeah, he had some curls to his hair. Like it wasn't just like it wasn't just like taking a brush and just painting your face or beard with it. Like he had it styled. How do yeah. you apply that? How do they well, apply it? They actually use a. Um, it's almost like a. Uh, uh, it's not cardboard, but it's like a hard plastic, and then they uh -huh. put it right there. Then they apply it right along the edge with like a brush, it? with like okay. a brush. How do you? And then, you know, it? Uh, I, I had to look it up too. I had yeah, to look it up. I got it. I'll, got it I'll tell you a second. I got it too. But look, I mean, see if you can bring up Kenny Anderson last night. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring up the video of actually how to apply it. It's B I G E N is yeah. the way it's spelled. Yeah, I mean, this is something. Yeah, and no, we don't want that. That's not all fair. We have to always go through these ads, isn't it? Ridiculous? Yeah, I know. You always have to. Uh, 
I, you know, this is what happens when you're doing everything on your one hand. Right. But they make you pay to- for a subscription so you don't have to have those. Um, I pay for enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If anybody has the actual Kenny Smith pick, send it to us. Mm-hmm. Right. Send it to us. So this is a woman who is applying it. And you can see, right? Yeah. Well, let's get to the actual stuff here. The There's, brush. The brush. Right there. There's the brush right, right. there. Yeah. Now, yeah. There she is applying it around on. If if you're listening right now, we're watching a video of a woman who is applying this Bayesian right, yep. to her hair. That's the similar look that we saw with Kenny Smith. Now, this woman actually has hair. She has hair. Yeah. It Kenny dyes Smith. your hair. But you have to you gotta you gotta look up when you put it on a man. Like hit the um hit the how to do a do, fade. Go to the yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. No, that's just that's just like our boy Toot giving somebody a fade. He's not gonna oh. apply it on that. All right, let me see. That's all right. See we need we need the Kenny Smith cut. We need Aton to put this or, on. Or what or, we need. or you can go to go to Go to an earlier picture of Jerome. We need Eitan to put on the, the Bayesian head. <laughs> it would be phenomenal. I'm sure somebody could Photoshop that so you won't have to go through the process by any means, right? Colin well, Berger can do that. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm sure he can. Now, I'm looking this up here. Dion, there's a picture of Dion, but then they're accusing him of having hair... Mm, no, that's more of a hair transplant. All right, well, mm. we have to do some research. Somebody needs to get us the Kenny Smith pick from last night, right? Because it's not just an easy Google search by any means, and it's not something that I'm going to continue to do here before we break. So let's do that. We also have some other audio to hit. I jumped in first half under 63. Harry took Vatek for the game on the mm. money line, and depending on where you have it, it's actually off the board. In some places, really, here. yeah, I see it right now on Fox, but it's off the board. Well, what's wrong? Why what's the problem? We have a positive COVID test all of a sudden. I don't think so because the money line and total are still there. Mm. One thirty-five just seems high. I'm going to stay away until it's a live play. We'll wrap the hour coming up next. John McMullen should join us. The invite's out. It's the middle. PhillyVoice.com/slash the middle in sports map radio. You guys, we have this other cut too here. We should play this. We should play it. Play it. Did you go all the way down to the went stuff in the cut sheet? No, I didn't see the cut sheet today. I said oh. that you know last year after they drafted him, you know I trusted Howie. You know I trusted Howie and and the the ownership there um, to make the best decisions for the team, and and they had shown me nothing but but confidence and. And trust, you know, from from day one, really coming up to get me at, at pick two, and um, you know, so for me to start questioning them after you know so many years and a new contract, all those things, it, it just wasn't right. So you know, I trusted their decision making, and I don't think that you know had a, had influence on me one way or the other. Um, the season just didn't go how how we wanted it to go. Now, is he talking about the the drafting of Hertz? There, he is. Yep. Okay, so he's saying that Hertz didn't affect him. I don't believe that. Well, um, a hundred percent. Well, I just don't. I just, I think that because dude, well, this have- guy, this guy admitted that getting benched in the green Bay yeah. game was yeah. the reason that he started to question his, his time in Philadelphia. So it, 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 that's all it took. And then I'm supposed to also believe that, you know, hurts being on the roster didn't affect them. 
Correct. You know what I mean? I don't buy, buy you can't have both of those that way. The the only way I, I could interpret it, not the opposite, Harry, but maybe a little differently would be that it didn't bother him because he knew he was fully entrenched as the quarterback. But once he was benched and what led up to, which I'm sure was friction between he and Peterson, then he realized, okay, I, I, I'm not here. I'm not part of the long-term plan. Does that interpretation make sense? It's not. It makes sense, but it's all BS because at the end of the day, you look at, you know, his performance is what got him out of it. If he was playing at a high level, he wouldn't be worried about that, but he wasn't. So since he wasn't, that's why he started, all right, I'm not pl- I'm playing up to uh, to to the money, amount of money they're going to be paying me. Um, I mean, I got to really, you know, seriously think about my future in this organization. That's yeah. what it was. It had nothing to do with anything, but he played like horse manure, mm-hmm. period, point blank. Well, there's yeah. also the whole thing that that is like, and I don't think we can separate the two. Howie Roseman has been right through the coals, rightfully so. Jeffrey Lurie has had article after article, reporter after reporter come out and say his hands are too deep in the meddling process. All of this, it's been labeled dysfunctional. Peterson tanks his interview. Jim Schwartz wants out. Oh, no, all the other stuff. Why doesn't Carson get the – and I understand the answer from Barrett and others, and rightfully so, I can't argue it is going to be because he stunk, but why doesn't Carson get at least some benefit of the doubt of wanting out when so many other people around him wanted out? The guy he was supposedly at odds with and Peterson wanted out. They all wanted out from the same thing. Now, I believe that he wanted out, but it's just kind of amazing to me that all it took was him getting benched when he's playing like ass. But, but that's yeah. my point, though, Harry, is, is maybe that's maybe that interpretation of it is is too narrow in this in the term of hold on a second. If so, it's a place of dysfunction. It breeds dysfunction. If you know you have an opportunity to work at another place that's mm. not dysfunctional and you see people around you leaving, maybe it wasn't just him getting benched. Maybe that was the cherry on the top. Maybe that was the straw that broke the back. Maybe that was the yeah. last straw. In that but at that point, he didn't know that Schwartz was going to retire when he got benched in Green Bay. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're back. Sorry, Ron Culver. Probably hate us at this point. This is like three times this this hour. Jeez. <laughs> yes, I, I. It's a very interesting conversation that I do not think is easy. We all have opinions, and I think we're differing, and some are going to overlap because we're not arguing with each other. This is not like they're going to trade them. No, they're not. Notice how you know I've been pretty good with that, Barrett. You know, I haven't. I haven't gone back to that really at all. You know that. Well, yeah, you're right, man, because we needed to go forward with that. Because I'm a good individual with a good heart, and I care about you as an individual and as a teammate on this My show. My well-being, yes, I appreciate Harry it. Harry as a teammate. That's why I stood, stuck up for him. Stood up for him, whatever the hell. I got the ball here ready to go, 12-15. Hey, now, Barrett, see, uh, Barrett has sent a couple us pictures. some pictures. Uh, Ray Lewis. Ray Ray on the Bayesian, and of course LeBron. We knew that you know LeBron is famously. I just yeah. didn't know what the product was. Right. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I, I even gave a. It's, it's even a before and after. Yeah. We get over to do the Beijing. <laughs> the red red Beijing. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I you know I don't know what Ron's hair situation is. He's got right. a good head of hair on him. Okay. But he just won't show his face on the stream. No, he never does. Why is that? Yeah. It's, it's, he won't do it. I, I Less is more? 
I think uh, the, stream, the stream would erupt. Oh, they would. Over came on. He erupt. wants mystery. Ugh. All right, we're back in a couple. I got that Eagles ultimatum. We're going to bring back here, see where the fellas stand on it. John McMullen, we think. Look, he's got a new show, all of that. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about B-A-T-L-E-S Eagles! Every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. The, the, the middle. I got to be honest with you. If I know you and you ate 75 hot dogs, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not associating with you. Like, stay the hell away from me. Honestly. Physically, on Twitter, yeah. everything. In fact, anybody that eats a, a hot dog and soaks the bun in water to make it go down, lose my number. That's what they do, huh? Yeah, it's disgusting. Lubricate the hot dog. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. We got to get back into that Sirianni stuff that you were touching on early in, in the show. Right, man. It's, it, I don't know when McMullen's coming on. I thought maybe Aton was waiting for him to come on to, to restart that, but right. I mean, I just, I just, I just know as a player, as you go forward, and this is a guy yeah. that's going to be leading the team. Can he command the room with that kind of a personality? Right. You know, you don't want to be the butt of all those jokes. You know, I mean, there's always inside jokes. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be um, in a situation where you're already the butt of jokes. Yeah, before he even you know held his first real meeting, maybe right. with the players. Exactly. And it's like he seems to have, and I could be totally wrong, but he seems to have more of a college mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. 
Now, I know Pete Carroll is kind of like that, too, but Pete Carroll had gravitas before he got to Seattle. He had been in the NFL as a head coach before with a couple of teams, mixed success, but then had great success at USC. So, he, you know, Nick Sirianni, nobody even knows who he is. Right. Um, I'm hoping he he has the same attitude because he he kind of reminds me of of uh, like the Ravens coach. You know Harbaugh. He he oh, yeah? kind of he reminds me John. of of him and how he approached the game. Uh, you know, from from a coaching standpoint, you mm-hmm. know that that that's how I equate who he is. And it really took the team really buying into it. If you can get a team to buy into that that you know approach. almost a, yeah. yeah that it's, it's it's a different type of approach. It's almost a um, hey, I'm I'm bringing something new, fun, and innovative into this locker room. Mm-hmm. Just ride with me, and this is and this is exactly what Harbaugh would say. Just ride with me, and I'll show you that it works. Right, I guarantee it'll work. Just just give me an opportunity to 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 show what I can do, and you know we'll go forward. But like his four or five things that he's looking for in a player, to me, are all like obvious things. It is. I want a guy that's tough. I want a guy who loves the game. You right. know, and all you know, all this kind of. I don't know. Well, it seems very it. generic to me. Let me ask you guys this, right? Yeah. Think about how easy it must be to fool what pardon me, one of the two in the room, right? You only need to get one. What, Howie or Jeff, you mean? And yeah, because of the dynamic. Well, yeah, you if you get, get one, both. you get both. Yeah, exactly. And, right. and you really and like who's easier to sell? Larry, you come in there talking all this stuff. Frank Reich, you, you got Reich. He's giving you the answers before the test. Right. With a lot of high energy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, hey man you know, Larry, you start using these terms, these phrases. Yeah, these buzzwords. He, he loves, loves them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> he has the answers before the test. Right. The guy comes in, he's looking at it. the best. What's the best cheating scene in a movie? I don't mean like cheating on your. I'm just mean like cheating. It's, it's got to be spies like us. When Chevy Chase goes into that exam and he has like the fake arm, he has a fake tongue. Oh, Do you, have you not seen this? Yeah, no, I, re- I remember it now. I don't yeah. remember it. Yeah. All right, I, I have to pull it up. Jeez. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Well, when is McMullen coming on? Do we know? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to text him. Uh, we're live. Our second hour underway here was already on the stream. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle lab and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios nationally across the board here on sports map radio, including AM 1490 sports betting radio in Atlantic city. The text is out. The bat signal is out. Yep. We haven't done a random pop in in a while. Is there anybody that you would like to randomly send an invite to in the final hour? Well, I saw Asman was on, on the stream again today, so he's he's observing the show. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. that's no longer random. Asman is now like part of he's an extended he's kind part of, of the show. Part of the show. Exactly. Right. 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 I mean, he's probably gonna be invoicing Joe Krause and Jacob Media after, at the right. end of the month. Right. 
right? Yeah, he's going to want a sponsorship or something. Yeah, right, 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 right. Unbelievable, man. No, I, I just didn't know if there was anybody for us that we could ask that we could just see randomly what would happen because there's nothing better than the why why am i here mm -hmm. and that's what we got from the random poppins <laughs> the last couple of times which is why 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 am i here can we do that with seth you think seth, seth joiner you think Go. seth joiner would randomly pop on her if you sent it if you if barrett brooks you just forwarded the invite that's it just forwarded the invite and said now no jeff alex won't do it but mike would do it Mike Jarek would do it. I we could probably get both of them on. To be honest with you, you think so? Yeah, yeah, I think we could. Do you want to? We can do that. not today. No, 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 not today. No, not today. But I'm saying yeah. we could get Mike and Alex on. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, we could get Kern on, but his signal stinks. Well, right. But yeah. I'm just curious. Like, if we got Seth Joiner, snub Hall of Fame linebacker Seth Joiner, by the mm -hmm. way, just barrett randomly sent the invite right now and then seth is like all right and then clicks it and then he pops on like he won't he won't that click that he'll be he'll he'll, he'll i'll send I'll, I'll i'll email it to him he'll 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 text him back what the hell is this yeah what about ray diddy <laughs> well you can't like his email you, you, yeah you can email it to him but he he get back to you like two days from now two weeks later <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got you got to you got to reserve him you got to reserve him yeah days ahead I'm getting ready. The stress ball is in effect right now. About seven minutes away from tip. We're back in three. Send the invite to Kenny Smith. The um, the first game up here is Virginia Tech, Florida. I believe it's on CBS, right? Five Tech, yep. Florida, 12-15. Yeah. I, I'm going to have that up. I have that on uh, on the we'll big screen. From YouTube, but I, I could always do the live looking, but YouTube will kill us. Yeah. It's crazy because it's YouTube TV and it's YouTube, but right. Oh, yes, right. that's it. That's it. Should we All do right. Rob Ellis? McMullen wants to know what time. Tell him to come on now. What the hell? He's John McMullen. He doesn't have a specific time. Should we send right, him any time now? Who else? Who else? <laughs> Devon? John Clark. Uh, I tell us. you, the guy lives five doors from me, and I'll send him a text, and it, it's like two days till I get a response. Do you see him often? No, I don't see him often, but you know, because he's he's busy. But uh, yeah, I'll send him a text, and it's like he just doesn't he doesn't keep his phone hot, which is <laughs> odd to me. Yeah, get you Moose know? on for the golf outing at nineteen twelve. We could do that. Moose, Moose? Is my, Moose is my boss, boss. Yes, and you know what happened there? Where? They were going to actually have you do the radio show. While we were playing golf, and I said, no, 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 no. Aton is playing golf in this outing. When is the outing? I don't the outing is in it. August. It's on, It's like a Tuesday in August. Okay, I'm there. Like the 17th, I believe. Is well, my August. show doesn't start till 6 o'clock anyway. No, but I, they were going to have you John. do Grace's show, I think. Right. And I said, no, 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 you're not. I Shander is playing right. golf because right. if, he don't, if you don't let him play golf, he is going to walk off the set. <laughs> yeah. Now look, there, there, there are uh, the amount of people that I can piss off in this in this business is dwindling, right? So I'm going to try and keep Moose and Tal and Brace and everybody on the side of right. no, if they right. truly asked me to do it, I would do it. No, no, no. But I would not be happy. And, no, no, no. Yeah. What outing is this? It's a. It's a Fox. It's no, a radio. Well, you could say it. 
We're I can. The gambler. It's the gambler. And I heard. And you know, and swing it and ding it, the podcast. It's all it's all the encompassing. Oh, okay. We should do one at mine too. A home and home. Can't be difficult, right. right? To set it Whatever. up. How hard was it to set it up for you? Uh they're 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 kind of in the process. They started last week. Man. You know, they, they got to secure the date. I, I think they had something going on Monday, so you had to do it Tuesday. I'm going to show you this club that I got. Now, I'm like, Shander has got to play golf. You have no idea. No, this would have been a problem. Yes, it would. <laughs> Big time. Big time. You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I don't read a lot of the newspapers or listen to a lot of the media stuff. Um, I often find out things from people like y'all, uh, family, friends sending me stuff. You know, I, I tried everything I could to, once the offseason hit, to just get away. Um, get away and, and spend a lot of time with my family and work out, get some hunting in, all of those things, just to kind of refresh my mind. So at the end of the day, I can't please everybody. And people have, are entitled their own to their own opinion. And, you know, I'm not going to sit and argue and dispute what people say, write, think, feel, you know. I can't please. I'll never win that game. And obviously you want everyone to view you in this awesome light and through this perfect lens, but that's not going to be the case. And so you take everything with a grain of salt and you learn from it and, um, you know, try and be better next time. Carson. Wow. I get it. And, and and to be honest, we don't really care if you get along with everybody in the locker room. We don't really care right. if you're not going and having a beer with everybody. What I care about is your performance on the field. And it stunk. And that's what the problem yeah, exactly. Yeah, it stunk. Now, th- th- this goes back to, to keeping me thinking that, you know, they were trying to salvage this relationship. After you know, as the December and January wore on, and you, you, we never heard from Carson, and you know the season had ended, and then all of a sudden they fired Doug Peterson, and they go to the wet the Reich well, okay, to get the assistant coach because they know they can't get Frank Reich back, but Frank Reich and Carson Wentz are simpatico, so Sirianni can come in here and maybe save the you know glo- you know fix this thing. Do you believe that? Because it's like, why else would you go there to try to get an unknown commodity? Yes, I think that's re- reason why they hired Nick Sirianni because <laughs> he that still wanted out, right? Well, and he, he, he wanted to leave. Point, right, Barrett? I'm sorry to jump in, and, and I'm just going to throw. Right. I'm going to throw yeah. it back to you. Is that as a player, he still wanted out? Mm-hmm. So this is where I think the Eagles messed up. Remember, you know, you done messed up now, right? I can't get the actual word. Right? You, know you said you were in the convenience store at 11.59. You know you done messed up now, right? Like the Eagles <laughs> didn't think this thing through because they created this idea, this narrative that Doug hated Carson and right. Carson hated Doug and they didn't talk to each other for all this time. And to your point, they even went out and I think they believed it trying to go after if they said, all right, we can't bring and if we can't move Carson, we're going to bring Indy to here. We're going to do everything we can to appease Carson. And he's still the player, Barrett, still wanted out. That's where I stand when I said earlier that 
This is all about the dysfunctional office, the front office, the team, that the people inside that still, even if there was a feud, it's like, man, you and I are beefing. All right. All right we, we, but it's such a toxic environment that we still, that both of us still want out. Like, think about it. Even if Peterson and Wentz were at odds, they still understood that the common enemy was worse. Yes. At, at the end of the day, they could create that separation between the players and the coaches in the locker room and the front office, the owner and all they, it could be a clear separation. You know, there could be, you know, no lines being crossed between them. You working out your deal that that's strictly, that strictly, you know, belongs behind closed doors. At the end of the day, inside that locker room, inside those meeting rooms, you could still have a working relationship with guys and you could still go forward with the relationship. The mere fact that, Carson still wanted to leave just shows that Carson just wanted to leave. You know, it had nothing to do with anything, but he was ready to go because he felt as though the relationship had, had, had really, you know, played out his course. And not Be just with the coach, obviously, with exactly. the whole organization. It, the with the whole organization. You know, you brought in some people, in. though. Let, let, and maybe we should all call it for what it is. It's not really the whole organization. It's so much as it is. Lurie and Roseman, Roseman, Lurie. It's it's mm -hmm. it's the and I say front office and I'm wrong in it, too. No, it's it's that it's the general manager. It's the owner. It's so toxic. Again, people want it out. Yeah. But see, the, the the toxicity is still there because you still have number two sitting there looking, you know, right there at you. Right. It was a direct, you know, link between, you know, why he's there is because the function is going on up, up top. Right. Then you have a, a a head coach that, you know, he's he's, you know, bumping heads with them because he wants his coaching staff and he's the one that benched me. You know, mm -hmm. so why am I looking at him? So it's almost like he had nowhere else to go, nowhere else that he could really um, look towards, you know, with the exception. Of, All right. Tell his agent, hey, man, I got to go. You know, and, and if you listen to what he said earlier on in his press conference, like, hey. You know, he kept saying, hey, if I if I bought, you know, if I rub some people the wrong way inside that locker room, I apologize. Garrett, I'm not it wasn't perfect. meant to be that way. I'm not perfect. He said that a hundred times. I'm not listen perfect. To that. Let's listen. That's a great thing you raise, and I have it right here. It's something that anytime you hear those things, you want to play, you know, the detective. You want to, all right, who said it? Who did what? What? You know, all those things. But it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, whether someone feels that way or not, that's what's out there. So how can I learn from it at the end of the day? And, you know, I think it's, I've learned in, in this business and life, like you're just not going to make everyone happy as much as you want to, you, you can't. Um, and so it's unfortunate that people have those opinions, but you know, I'm going to learn from it and try and be the best teammate I can be. And if any of my teammates out there don't think I was the, the best teammate, I apologize. I wish I could be better. You know, like I said, last year uh, was tough for everybody just building those relationships. There you have it. Wow. And those relationships don't really matter at the end of the day, because mm -hmm. if he's playing at a level in which we know he could play, what we thought he could play, we wouldn't even have this conversation. If they went out there and won 10, 11 games like I thought they could have won, if they were healthy, if things, you know, were the right way, then we wouldn't have worried about this, you know. But yeah. at the end of the day, we are worried about it because they couldn't get past the way he was playing. If he'd have got past that point and he'd have played well, he would still be a Philadelphia Eagle. But he played like trash and right. didn't want to fix that. You know, well, you have to want to fix it. He didn't want to fix it. He wanted out, right? I mean, Harry just said, I, I thought we were all in agreement on that, that the Eagles did try and mend. Like, the Eagles gave him the opportunity. He still wanted out. 
Right. And that's that's what I keep coming back to, which is people I, I heard from here locally in Philadelphia, if it's the radio, John Johnson, who I love, was was saying this earlier on another station and, and vilifying the man, vilifying him. And I love JJ. I go back for with years with him. I'm just saying, like, people on Twitter yesterday, good riddance, get this guy out of and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you're gonna go full South Philly mode on Carson Wentz now that he's gone. I better not hear you continue to criticize the organization because in my opinion, at least Carson Wentz, while he may not be the best of the individuals who left last year, he was one of a group of people who said, I've had it with this organization and the Eagles are not my family. Mm -hmm. uh, the Eagles are, are not some cousin or uncle that right. I have to constantly defend or or somebody younger getting in trouble and that I have to go to the school and say, uh, you know, look, there's no blood here. No, I, yeah. I don't have to sit. This is not yeah. my Carson Wentz doesn't hate Philadelphia. He hated the front office. And if you have a problem with the front office, in my opinion, you cannot have a problem with Carson Wentz leaving in the point of calling him out for it. Well, Carson wants to leave. Because it wasn't just him going out and competing with the quarterback yeah. with 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 Hertz. It had nothing. It had. I mean, that had a little bit to do with it because you know it's a respect factor. Here I am. I've been a starter for five years, and you're gonna make me come back and compete yeah. with this rookie. I mean, I understand it from, from the aspect that all right, are you kidding me? But at the end of the day, you played like trash, so you got to do something. I mean, you have to think that all right, they're not just gonna let me come back and just be this guy. No, there's gonna have to be some type of all right, show me that you're better than me, you know, and and, and go forward. Now, the uh, tournament has officially started. Florida is up 4-2 to two on Vatek early. So uh, every, all, the, all the brackets, everything's closed out. Is your bet in? What bet? What is the final bet on this game, Aton? Are you under in the first half? What did you do? Half 60. 60. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm watching and look, you know, we're at that five minute mark. I'm, I'm just looking at possessions too, right? See mm -hmm. how many possessions we get in this first half. And then maybe I can live bet it at the half. Right. And McMullen's coming on shortly. He texted okay. back saying right. coming on in a few. You, you so, know, here's the thing. At least you guys have it. I don't even have the number. This, this is a bigger picture statement that I'm going to make quasi question. I'm going to ask because we're seeing it, I think around the NFL and to Barrett's point, this is a man who has been in countless locker rooms. So even if you don't agree with it, you have to respect his opinion. But I can tell you, as Harry can tell you, we work with plenty of people who have played like Barrett and it's all the same, which is you can be one of the biggest pains in the rear and it doesn't matter. But the relationship that I think does matter, at least in this organization is player general manager slash front office owner, pardon me. And I wonder to your point, and we're going to bring John on in right good fashion like rightful fashion here in a second but i wonder we're talking about all this dysfunction we're talking about all the craziness guys wanting to leave right does carson not think and does deshaun watson not think and does even russell wilson and others not think or trust maybe the better word that the team is going to allow either him to get better or him to come back like carson did barrett you're right he played like a horse's rear last year, but maybe, and I'm not defending it, but I'm asking, maybe Carson looks at the dysfunction around him, looks at the new coaching staff and everything and thinks, you know what? Yeah, I need to get better, but maybe I won't even have the opportunity here to get better. So maybe I do have to leave just to get better. And then again, it goes back to your issues with the front office. Well, it has a lot to do with coaching also. I mean, 
there's a lot of players that were in this organization left and became great players or pretty good players. I mean, look at the countless DBs that have left here and, and gotten big contracts to play up to level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's being realistic. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, Jones left. He's Sidney Jones is playing well right now. Douglas went and started for a Panthers team. Uh, the Green Goblin's on his way to New, uh, New England with a great contract. You know, sometimes it's not necessarily the player. Sometimes you have to look at the, the coaching that's there. Are they developing the talent that's there? Yeah. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a quick one here on the network. We are going to, I, I beg of you right now, I'm even going to give you a little bit of time, like 30, 45 seconds to slowly and safely pull over for wherever you may be driving, listening to us on the radio. Go to your phone, or if you're watching on our phone, that's fine, then you're still listening. Go to phillyvoice.com slash the middle so you can see What's about to happen in the break? We'll be back in three on the network. It is the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, soon to be joined by the great John McMullen with a bunch of different things to talk about. All here on Sports Map Radio and phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. And he is here. No hat to all the people who bet that on the stream. At J.F. McMullen, John McMullen, not only with us, and I have a feeling that we might be seeing a little less of John McMullen as he has a brand new program out with the great Jody McDonald. My goodness. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. Well, everybody knows you got to get it back to the Eagles, so we're going to give everybody what they want, and that's all Eagles. 365, 365 days a year, birds 365. Yeah. Now, did you? Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to throw some stupid quip in. That's all. No, that's, that's <laughs> all right. I was just going to say to John, I don't know if he was aware that I used to do a show with Jody Mack. Yeah, I was aware. Back in the day. You're aware of that? Yeah. yeah He's great aware. to work with, man. I know I you have great. a great rapport huh. with him. I, I've heard your segments with him on, uh, on his various. Uh, He's on like so many different radio stations. Yeah, it's right? hard to keep track. Yeah, he's on obviously locally in Philadelphia and obviously CBS nationally. I mean, he's a legend. Is he still on either on the ESPN or the fan? I think he well, does some stuff now on the fan. WFAN plus, yeah, yeah. plus CBS national. I mean, he's like, he was doing stuff right forever. Mac and Sid, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That's back when I was a kid. Mac and back. Mac and Philly, a different Mac and well, Mac. Well, a different right. Mac, right. He and Glenn Mac now. But, but I think that's that's what I was going to say as far as my stupid little quip is that 
you're both really worldly individuals. And Jody has <laughs> just, he has a hard really? time, right? Not nice way of saying old, but yeah. No, 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 but here's the thing. Like neither <laughs> one of you can stay on track. And I don't mean like me with my derailment or Mertitis ADD or ADHD. I mean, as far as like, you can't help yourself to make a reference. So you can't help yourself to drop an analogy. Sure. You can't help yourself to bring some life into a conversation, even if it's about football. And my thing is, I, I don't know how long it's going to take, but it, there's going to be, Jody's going to say something and it's going to trigger that for you or vice versa. And next thing you know, half of the show is going to be you guys going down some rabbit holes. Exactly. And yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to as much as I am the two of your football minds. Yeah, I think the rabbit hole is the fun part, but that's yeah. me. We'll see. We'll see what the oh, listeners think. <laughs> and and Jody Mack is a good wrestling guy too. Tremendous really? wrestling. Tremendous wrestling. Not guy. as good as me, but tremendous. No, 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 no. <laughs> but the fact that he could hold his own with McMullen might be oh, a good yeah. thing, right? Oh yeah. 10-6, 1345 to go in the first. All right. John. <laughs> he can't help himself. Well, we're going to give updates. This, this is what I do every night. I do a lot right, right. of in-game show. This is like secondhand for me. I'll be giving you updates of the game as we seamlessly transition back to Carson Wentz. And then before you know it, you'll know how high of a lead Vatek has at right. the eight-minute mark. John, we were talking at length about Carson. And I'm sure this is going to be something that even though it will be close to two months, right, at the start of your show since the departure – it's still going to be hovering around the entire season. What, what did you at least make of the whole dueling press conferences? Yes. I'd rather watch two people up on stage <laughs> dueling pianos than dueling pressers that we got yesterday. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it was, uh, I'm not going to say it was uh, a, a concerted effort, but it was interesting that uh, you had Howie Roseman and, and, a little bit late, but, you know, that's typical. And then Carson Wentz was supposed to start a half hour early. Turned out to be a little bit closer than that. But I, I think they both took the high road as expected. Um, they're not going to throw each other under the bus. you got to be a professional. But I do think we got out of Howie. Essentially, he admitted, uh, you know, Carson drove this. He didn't want to be back. It's as simple as that. The Eagles – didn't want to eat that $34 million. If he showed any interest in coming back, he'd be the quarterback here. Absolutely. You know, and, and he he made sure that uh, he didn't say it, but you could just tell by the things that he was saying, you know, like apologizing if he wasn't as good a teammate as, um, you know, people thought he should have been. You know, he apologized for that. You know, that's just him for just, that's just him saying, all right, I knew I, I messed up and I was I was a little bit more than why I should have been. But, uh, you know, I apologize for it. And as I go forward, you know, these guys got to understand that I'm going to try to change. But at the end of the day, I, I think a, a leopard always keeps the same spots, bro. People could well, change. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've never criticized for Carson. I mean, we have Barrett here, so I'm going to ask you, Barrett. You're you're in NFL locker hey, wait rooms. Second. Wait a second. Right? There's no stealing content from our show to put on your show. Oh, I'm going to steal it. Because he's the one of us that, well, I've been in NFL locker rooms, but in a different way. Yeah. But he's in there every day. You get 65 people together when you talk about 53 practice squad injured reserve. Nobody likes everybody. Absolutely. It's not a surprise that certain guys didn't like Carson Wentz. I don't know why he's apologizing for that, to be honest. Well, 
I, I mean, I'm yeah. the reports got oh. to him. I think the stuff got, it's impossible. Everybody, all three of you know, and anybody who's here locally on the stream knows, even Culver knows now, after dealing with my nonsense for two years before you guys even popped on here, it's impossible to play in this city and ignore what's being said, written, discussed about you. The it's noise. Just, it's virtually, yeah. physically impossible. Human nature. Well, yeah, and I like Jalen Hurts because he calls it rat poison. So I, I think he comes into it with a better mind. Well, that's from Saban. That's yeah, Saban. That's from Saban. Yeah, yeah. To try to ignore it. I don't think ultimately you can ignore it, but we'll see. I think I'll handle it a little bit better. Yeah, I think Carson had rabbit ears. He heard a little bit too much of that stuff. And it's like, look, I, I always talk about Aaron Rodgers all the time. There are a lot of guys who've gone on record to say, they don't like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Right away. Yeah. yeah. Great. But I mean, teammates. Talk to Greg Jennings about Aaron Rodgers, who caught about 400 balls from him. He didn't like mm-hmm. him. No. But the timeout, 16 10. The point is uh, if you play at that level, it doesn't matter. Right. If, if Carson was playing at a 2017 level, even a 2018, 2019 level, wouldn't have mattered as much. Right. You're right. He, he was awful. That's the biggest issue. He well, benched you, himself, and he didn't play well. You can be a horse's ass yes. if you go out there and play. But if you go out there and you don't play like that, and you play like a horse's ass, then you can't be that guy. And that's the problem yeah. with, with the whole situation this year. If Carson would have played at a level in which you know he could calm down the locker room, the locker room could trust that he can go out there and perform at a high level, I don't care how you act. I don't care what you do. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to do on that field, players don't care about it. You got 50-something men. You got, like you said, 53 men on the active roster. You got 56, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, if you're doing your job, people will leave you alone. It could be like two chains passing in the night. I don't have to like you. You don't have to mag me. As long as we don't have to say two words outside of, 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 of that meeting room and on the field. We don't have to talk when we're in the lunchroom. We don't have to talk when we're in the weight room. We don't have to talk when we're getting treatment. But as long as I'm on the field, you're talking to me. And if I'm in that meeting room, you're talking to me. It does not matter. You don't need to be hunky-dory and all, ah, no. I love you. I'm going to name my kid after you. I don't care about that. Perform on the field. Get the job done. And that's what it is. Exactly. You know, as long as you're winning. Yep. That's yeah, and right. I think people people don't even need, you know, if you work in an office or something of that nature, you should be able to to correlate it and say, I don't get along with everybody, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean I can't work with them. I don't so know. I always thought I always thought with Carson Wentz, he should have said, you know what? Certain guys don't like me. Who cares? I'm the leader of this team. You better follow me on the field, as Barrett said. For whatever right. reason, he didn't have that 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 sentiment, that mentality. I always go back to Jason Peters. I tell this story all the time. After the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Jason Peters was at training camp. Remember, he had torn his ACL, didn't play in the Super Bowl. So some some reporter from outstate Allentown or something that's not there every day went up to Jason Peters and said, basically, you know, how important is it, is it for you to play in the Super Bowl so you get a Super Bowl rank? And anybody who's met Jason, very intimidating guy, just looked right through him and said, already got one, already got a Super Bowl rank, because he he knew how important he was to that team, even though he wasn't on the field. 
Yep. Carson never felt that way. Mm-hmm. And I actually told him personally, that's that's the tact you should take. You already got one. So well, you know, right. I'm giving whether you a, it's a, Nick Bowles, whether it's all that stuff, all that nonsense, he, he let the rat poison get to him. No question about it. Here's well, look at this, John. Um, my fault, but let me say oh, this real ahead, quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Same thing with Ben Roethlisberger and, you know, the, the Super Bowl 40 when we played in. He did not play at the level in which he thought he should play. In fact, he didn't play a good game at all. It was the running game that won the game for us in the defense. And long story long, we're in the locker room celebrating the Super Bowl, and he was not happy because he didn't play a good game. He was literally almost sulky in his locker room, uh, in the locker room, and not really, you know, being hyped. You know, we're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting next to, you know, to the – to the owner, you know, smoking cigars and everything. You know, we're, we're just kicking it in there. But you can see that he didn't feel as though he contributed enough to win the Super Bowl. So he feels, you know, I, I kind of saw that he didn't feel as though he won a Super Bowl to that next Super Bowl two years later. And he was a definite pivotal point in the game where he threw that pass to, right. you know, you yeah. know, to, to San Antonio Holmes that really, you know, solidified him as then being a, yeah. a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I could see that. I mean, yeah. I can I can identify with that. Yep. Yeah, but, but and I'll say, you know, certain guys can use it the right way. Yes. And I think mm-hmm. Ben, what you're saying is Ben didn't like the way he played. He used it as fuel Absolutely. to get back and play better. Whereas I think Carson said, "What was me? I got hurt. Mm-hmm. This is my team. I was eleven and two. I was the yeah. MVP. Yeah. Why? Why are they building a statue the of the other guy? Why aren't they yeah. celebrating me? I'm the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're back in three. We've got a lot. Still in the final 20 minutes or so, quick overtime, of course, book it sports. Don't go anywhere. It's the middle. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right. So you excited, man? This is big stuff here. Of course I'm excited. Are you guys excited? Let's talk now, some ball. Is that going to be on Philly voice as well? uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Because I know it's going to be on, on, on the YouTube YouTube. channel. Yeah. I got to confirm that with Krause though. Yeah. We got to talk some ball. We need people that, that love ball. You you know, that's (laughs) (laughs) What do you make of this guy? I mean, this is his second go round. I, I, I know he did a little bit better this time, but he's just like, like overly enthusiastic. For me yeah well i i thought he was more comfortable mm-hmm. so i i do think it was a little bit better he he you know if you listen to the press conference he was like rock solid for like a minute and then anytime <laughs> he gave an answer and then he would just keep going and kind of yeah. lose it at the yeah. end I, I think he's got to be more focused but they need somebody like in the crowd that either plants questions like Reagan used to have or <laughs> somebody who is like in the way, way back who can kind of blend in and, and do one of these. Because you're right. It's like he's got him. He's got him. He's got him. He's got him. He loses him. Yeah. Somebody yeah. needs to be like, 
That's a learned that's that's a learned skill set though, man. Yeah, I, didn't I, need, I think they'll get better. I didn't they'll need to know better. about the brother coaching high school. Uh, the like, that, the wing T. The wing T. Uh, yeah. Did oh. you imagine Jeffrey Laurie with his obsession with offense and quarterbacks? And he's got a guy up there talking about the wing T. Who do you think <laughs> of this too? We were talking about that. And now use that in the backdrop, the wing <laughs> Like, did Sirianni blow Jeffrey Lurie away and Lurie said hire this man or did he blow Roseman away and Roseman said hey we got to hire this guy I think it was Jeff it was Jeff mm-hmm. um with and... no latitudes right yeah and, what, and the only thing that was missing is I'll tell you what man but <laughs> yeah Gruden. yeah yeah Which, the energy, let's be honest I mean the energy stuff if he wins, it's not going to matter. People are going to find right. it endearing. They're going to love him. If he loses, though, they're going to use that against him. They're going to yep. say, rah, rah, high school guy, mm-hmm. you know, wing T, bring in his brother. They already started that. Yeah, well, you know, at the end of the day, you know, winning cures all ills. And and I think that's the the point that I, I was trying to say. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, at this point, I don't need him to be – Say anything to me right now. I mean, because I, I don't want him to lose that locker room. I don't want him to to, to lose the respect of guys that he hasn't really met yet. You know, mm-hmm. people that don't really know him yet. You know, you don't want to be the butt of jokes. And that's a problem that happens, man, when, you know, a guy walks into a room and, and guys start giggling. I mean, I've been around coaching situations. You know, I was I was with Butch Davis. And Butch wanted to bring in everybody from – from his Miami team mm-hmm. and he became the butt of jokes. You know, this is, you know, this is uh, Cleveland, Miami or Cleveland, Ohio. I mean, come on now, you know, Miami of Ohio. That's what they call it, Miami mm-hmm. of Ohio. Right. right. You know, guys in the locker room saying, oh, it's this Miami of Ohio. It, you know, that comes <laughs> and it happens. Yeah. Well, same thing with Chip in Oregon and, yep. you know, bringing up all that kind of stuff, you know. Yep. Uh, and so, and- yeah, yeah, you got to be, you, you got to, that's a tightrope. You got to walk that line. I'm walking a line right now, John McMullen, and uh, I don't know. I, I need the stress ball, all right? Ball. <laughs> oh, jeez. 1911, 924 to go in the first. I've got under 60. It's right on pace. It's almost like they know what they're doing. It's right on pace. These guys know they, they, they know what's going on, man. Yeah. Where's Mr. Predicto? Why don't you just – Right. Yeah, that's what he just it should ask him. Yep, you're already right. in now, so I don't want to hear the stone cold truth if I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, it could help prepare you for maybe the yeah. inevitable here in ten minutes. Just ask Mister Predicto if the game is going to go under in the first half, under sixty. Oh, you talked him into it now. Yeah, yeah. he's got to find it now. He got rid of the stress yeah. ball. Yeah, I have the stress ball still. You get rid of the stress oh, ball. Great to see, Predicto. Yes. Under. Yeah, I said yes. Now, if this thing goes over, expect Mr. Predicto to be in about a million different pieces. <laughs> That's the end of Mr. Predicto. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to delete that Twitter account or at least update the avatar of this thing in shards because I'm out. I've had enough of Mr. Predicto. If that's one lost bet, and he's getting, he's going to smash it. Seriously. I mean, come on. We brought you in here to make us money. Wow. Not to make us like idiots. <laughs> I can do that for my own time. Come on, man. 21 14, 8 19 to go in the first. Uh, 21 14, Virginia Tech. Correct. Virginia Tech is leading, and they're on an 8 1 run currently after that three. It's an 11 1 run. So let's look at this as far as anything else going on now. Colts get their guy, Eagles. Did you 
it, it sounded like, and in fact, since John McMullen is still here hanging out with us, which we love, of course, it sounded like at the very least that the Philadelphia Eagles are not going to or not entertaining the idea of a quarterback. When people start talking about Jalen, the first thing that that they go to is his athleticism and his strength as a runner. And I don't know that that's necessarily fair. Um, this is a guy who completed over 70 percent of his passes at Oklahoma. He's got a feel for the passing game. He's got a plus arm. And I think he's going to continue to get better and better. Uh, when you look at those four games, I, th I think I watched Coach say this, and I think it, it was the best way to describe it. He's only got four starts, and, and there's a huge room for him to continue to improve from a player who had four starts. So we're excited about the ability that he has and his opportunity to grow and to kind of be with this coaching staff and their, their ability to get their hands on him and, and help him become the player that he's got the talent to become. Does that sound like a man who's ready to draft a quarterback at six? Well, no. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's allowed to, you know, and how we tried to clean that up because yeah. I, I didn't think that was, you know, if you go back to the Chris Mortensen report, that's just not good strategy from no. Jeffrey Lurie to let that out there. I mean, you want teams behind you like Carolina and Denver thinking you might take a quarterback because then maybe they They're jump, jump up ahead of you, yeah, and and then a the player falls. Um, so I, I think. Yeah, I think Howie was doing uh, a little house cleaning, trying to clean that up and say, hey, we can take a quarterback, but they're not taking a quarterback, basically. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, at this point, man, I was watching film, uh, you know, on on, on guys, man, and, and I, I I can see them going out and getting, um, you know, the, the kid from, from North Dakota State. I mean, Trey he, he, he Trey Lance was – I can see it. I, I mean, can. From, okay. from watching him play. At six, he, not back, Barrett. At right, 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 right. Here it six. is. He's the at Patrick six. Mahomes of Division One AA. <laughs> I mean, he, he was slinging it, man. You know, I can see him doing that. But at this point, I, I looking at what we're going to face as far as defenses. You know, as far as this defense here. I mean, there's so many good wide receivers in this in this division now. I mean. Come on now. You got Samuels, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, they just got Samuels and Samuels mm -hmm. and McLaurin and uh in, in Washington. You know, you, you saw what you have with the Giants. I mean, Dallas, you know, you have three not just good, but you know, right on the edge of being great wide receivers. Oh, Dallas gotta, is loaded, yeah. So we yeah. we gotta go. I mean, to me, I need to go defense and and, and, and get Patrick Sertain, or I, I mean we'll trade back and then get Patrick Sertain, you know, and, and get more draft picks. Or I would stick and just get pits. That's 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 just me, right. you know, at this point. Has I don't Galladay think signed case. anywhere yet? Yeah. What'd you say? Galladay? Galladay. Is he signed anywhere yet? No, he was meeting with the Giants. Now Giants, the Ravens yeah. are trying to get involved. So oh, okay. it seems as if the NFL knows, and, and John, you can shed some light on this, depending how right or wrong I am on this statement, but it seems as if the NFL Everybody knows clearly that this is a tight year and you have to tighten up your belts and you have to keep things a little tighter with the cap. And the one position that appears to be the most expendable appears to be the wide receiver position. You have some show. Now, yeah. something that could be dictated by the talent pool that's out there. But in the same time, it's not like we're seeing even one guy blow the doors off this offseason in that position. Well, and, and part of that is the draft as well, because you have, Jamar Chase and and Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. So if you're up in the draft looking for a wide receiver, 
you got those more cost-effective options than paying Galladay an enormous sum. Good player. Right. If mm-hmm. the Giants get him, as Barrett said, that brings another really good receiver into this division. But right, you know, I'd rather have those young guys than than paying Kenny Galladay a ton of money. I don't think there's any question about that. So that's the way I think most teams are thinking, uh, and that's why the the receiver market has been a little bit tempered, so to speak. Fair enough. Who's got a better well, shot of winning the division? I'm sorry, Harry. No good. The Colts, the Colts. Who's got a better shot of winning the division? The Patriots or the Dolphins? Well, the Patriots have made, there's so much uncertainty with the Patriots. I mean, the Dolphins are going in the right direction. I think we all saw that. You can't help but be impressed with what Brian Flores was doing last season. I'm not sold on Tua. Maybe that was coming off the injury. And maybe he gets back now that he gets further and further off it to where we all thought he was at Alabama. If that's the case, I would say Miami. If not, you know, I kind of always default to Belichick. I love the fact that Belichick, everybody's killing him. Yeah. I, I always say, you know, everybody does one thing in this league. Everybody copies each other. It's all group thing. It's all 11 personnel. You got to spread the field. You got to do it this way. And Belichick's, no, I'm going to do it a different way. Mm -hmm. I I like it because if you think about it, just from a common sense standpoint, if 31 teams are doing the same thing, (laughs) then it comes down to who does it best. Right. Belichick's like, I'm going to put two tight ends out there, a big offensive line. I'm going to try to run the football. Hey, maybe it doesn't work, but I, I like the thought to zig when everybody else is zagging or vice well, versa. Right. It makes sense for him too because if you look at um his quarterback, you know, you got a guy's not going to throw over 40 yards down Can't the field. Can't throw now. it down the field. So why yeah. won't you go with your two tight end set, run the ball, yeah. have the time to run the ball and pass the ball uh with your tight ends, you know, and plus defensively they have a lot of guys coming back that were starters and offensive linemen that are starters. So I mean, this might be a better team. Back, right? Yeah, but yeah, he did sign back. Yeah, that yeah. signed back from Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah, from Miami, yeah. So John, I mean, what yeah, I mean, what did you make of uh, Washington uh, signing Fitzpatrick? I, I'm for one, I'm glad he's in the division because I, I find find the guy fun. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> yeah. tremendous. He's yeah. good. I mean, he's good for the number league. Number one. Um, he's you good know, it's good game. that Jim Schwartz is gone because he killed Jim Schwartz defenses. I think he was four and oh, just astronomical numbers. Is that mm-hmm. why so Jim was? He knew that Fitzpatrick was coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was scared of him. Um, look, I, I always use that joke. My three favorite bridges are, are Brooklyn, Golden Gate, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. If, if you need a bridge quarterback, that's your guy, man. Is that right. your joke? Your guy. This is good. the kind of humor you're going to get on Birds <laughs> 365. Yeah. Is that your joke? I'm doing 10 minutes at the at the Chuckle Hut as well. Chuckle. Where'd you get that? Did Jody Max slide that in for you and say, look, uh, if you need a little ammunition, I got something here for you. No, like, no. That's that's a that's a Johnny Mac. I've been using that one for years. That's wow. I wrote that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I uh I've worked with Jody a couple times, and it seems like every time I work with Jody, I am at a bar restaurant. It never mm-hmm. fails. I'm at the bar. Working with him every with time a, I do with a, a show Budweiser in front of Jody Mack with a little bit of head on it. Yeah, exactly right. It's amazing, isn't it? It's you know, I hope we get to do. Great. I hope we get to do this show. 
at a bar restaurant soon enough. <laughs> yeah, no question. I, I, I want to do remotes. Mm, I want to do too. whatever you guys land that big bar restaurant. Yeah, client, just slide us in there. Yeah, what advertisers do you have already, John? You got them yeah, all lined I, up? I, I don't know. That's not my department, but I don't know if any bars are going to take us at eight in the morning. But you never know. Hey, <laughs> actually. Here's what you could do, right? Just night. go to a diner. Once the diner's open, back up, now, now right. you're in a diner show. I mean, and think about it. Mm. Is is that not? It's not that you guys aren't a bar show. You're a bar show too. But you guys spinning yarn on the Eagles at nine thirty in the morning while you got people eating their eggs on their oh, way yeah. to work. That's That's eggs and eggs, right there. And there's a legendary diner in South Jersey near my house. They know Pond who they Hills? are. So yeah. contact us. Is it Ponskis? <laughs> yeah. Maybe here's the thing you can want to give him the free plug. Why not? Then we cut it up and we send it to him. Yeah, that's the way this works. You got to get a little give and take. I know this is new territory here for you, Big (laughs) Mullen. We're trying to tell you how to do this. You're that close to me, man. I'm right around the corner from you. I'm in Voorhees, man. Yeah, I'm a strapper. Oh, come on, man. Oh, here we go. You drive around a really nice neighborhood and you see a broken down Mercedes in the front. That's Barrett's house. Yeah, it's somebody yelling at him to cover the damn thing up. You got people throwing rocks at me. (laughs) All right. Let's take a quick break. We're back. Again, John McMullen's hanging with us. If you haven't heard, you're going to hear coming up in five seconds. We'll wrap the hour coming up next. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Twenty six, twenty three. Yep. Yeah. It's starting to light it up now. Yeah, Florida just hit a three, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. another one. Yep. Three fifty nine to go. I, I need a. Uh, there's a layup after that. 26-25. I'm at 51 points. This thing's busted. All right. Now let's see if we can make this back live. Jeez. Oh, because I am freaking cooked. This is the <laughs> this is this is a window into Aton's afternoon. This is what goes on over there all day. Uh, here's the thing. I good news to, is that I have it's just me and Scott Grayson tonight. So Sean mm-hmm. Bell is off. So I have to carry his his segments, which is not a bad thing, but there's a now we're doing every game on Saturday. Ah. We we're only doing a couple. So I'm actually not even going to be able to watch a lot of the afternoon where I'm paying close enough attention to live bet. It'll just be on the background while I'm doing my notes for tonight. That's right. Well, don't you have to record your other show today, too? No, I'm off because of the live games. Wow. Ah. They carry Drexel. So I'm off and mm. Sean and Jansen are doing the show, my show. Okay. So yeah, so I'm off. I'm actually it's it's a light day for me. I only have this show and but I don't know what happened with Sean tonight. Bell. Brace is doing the show. I know there's a lot of Sean's. Sorry. <laughs> that, that's a window in my life. There you have it. As boring as that may be. Props no, and locks. Yeah. You, you, you work more than anybody I know, man. 
No, that's not true, man. I don't. I, I look. It's not that much. I have. I do two radio shows five days a week, but they're two-hour shows, and you two are on them. John is on. Like this is not strenuous. This is not difficult. I know I yell and scream every now and again, but this is not. It's Harry. I mean, come on. This is not work. No. John, it, it's yeah. not no. like having phones no. to fire up the phones to talk about, you know, Carson Wentz 12 months a year. Absolutely. Right, right, yeah. right. And the other show is just me placing like two or three small wagers and doing live in-game betting on the radio. And then I write, you know, John writes too. And I'm like a extreme below the poverty level version of anybody, anything like, you know, that he does. So I just crank this thing out once or twice a week and that's it, man. I got time. It's it's a myth. I used to work a lot, but it was just at once a uh, one place. Yeah, that's why there was that myth that grew is because I never left the building, mm-hmm. and I would never the never only leverage I had was that they seemed to like me enough to put me everywhere that I would say, okay, I'll fill in for Harry on the midday show, but I also have to still stay in my morning show slot with Anthony and Bob. Right, right, and then, so then- I would be the one saying, no, keep me on the air as much as possible. <laughs> well, it worked. It does. All right, we're back. It worked. And, and, you know, the, the biggest trick that Harry fi- – got to give Harry credit, John McMullen, Barrett Brooks. Uh-oh. He was the only one who figured this out. And he tried to warn people, but P- Mertitas took the bait. Others – Andrew, <laughs> everybody took the bait. Is And especially days where I would be on in the morning. I would be on with the morning show. If it was me and Anthony, Anthony, Bob, whatever, we'd be on the morning show. And then I would do an update or two for Harry and Rob. And then I think Harry and Jason Mm -hmm. at the time. And then I would leave at noon. But what I would do is I would send texts to Harry and his co-host at the time about what's going on. Right. And then Harry couldn't help himself and say, oh, now I'm getting a text from Shander. And now I would be on the air. And then every now and again, like Mike or somebody later would hear it. And be like, what the hell is going on? And there were days in which I would successfully have my name be talked about on all the day parts. No doubt, no doubt. And and you know, you know, the skunk was sending me texts to be at the beginning of this show today, was trying to get me to play video. No, he's trying to get me to play audio on my phone, like just between. It had nothing to do with the show. He didn't even realize I'm doing a show. <laughs> so I didn't want to give him any mention because he, he all, all of his picks suck. That's my guy, man. Yeah. (laughs) Look, you know, I I made a promise earlier in the show here that this thing would be no more if, in fact, it told us it lied to it. We have it on tape. We do. We have it on tape. This damn thing told me that it would go under. And you all sat there and you enabled this thing. Yeah. I do 51. You got to trust the process, you know, just because you lose one, trust the process, consistency with Mr. Predicto. You can't be 100 percent. Yeah, but here's the thing. If there was anybody on this show, including Ron Culver and the stream that I think I could appeal to their existential side, it would be you and the philosophical question of whether or not you want to know your fate ahead of time. And I told these guys I did not want to know my fate ahead of time. I wanted to live it out. And no, 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 ask the thing, ask the damn thing. What's the worst that could happen? And now I am seconds away from <laughs> destroying it. Right. Was it Lenny and of Mice of Men? Who, right? Was it Lenny who couldn't help himself? Or the other guy, the other Don't do it, man. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Was that Don't John Steinbeck? Yeah. yeah, Johnson. Lenny was the big guy. Yeah, okay. exactly. It was Lenny who couldn't, who couldn't help himself. 
Mr. Predicto was eating the rat poison, man. He bought into the the under. You know, Mr. Predicto needs a little stress ball before he goes over the bridge. All right. <laughs> this this is going to be one hell of an exit for us and Predicto. Here's where we have right now before we hit overtime. It's 27 25, 247 to go. There's no way at 52 total points with 247 left. Now I'll wait until it actually hits before I destroy our friend here. Don't destroy right. it, man. We need right. him, man. Oh, no, we need him, bro. Don't do it, man. Don't well, do it. I, I, not, we'll 91, give you a pass, bro. 91 LSXers points out something. He's right here. We got to strip him of the mister because mister and missus is no more. You can't do Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato no, Mr. Now, Why is it right. Mr. Predicto? It is still Mr. Potato. They came right back. They balked. It, 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 it was like outrage for two days, and then they came back and said they are yeah, keeping him at Mr. Potato Head. Oh, they did? Yeah. No. Oh. What is yeah. that all about, man? Come it's on. Just, it's like I'm telling you that the, the Mike Tyson analogy can be applied to life. If you can withstand the barrage, you're okay. That's right. All right. You got a round one, you're fine. We're back in 30. It's overtime. Thanks, Ron. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on bucket. All right, it's overtime. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Of course, brought to you by our great friend at Bucket Sports. And I'm watching a 29-25 first half with 2.07 to go. The total, in-game total, is 134. Mm. Now, look at how low scoring of a game we've had with tempo. And you're still, you should still hit 60, but probably right around 60. You think I'm inclined to go under that number? It looks like it, just from the just from the plays. Yeah, now I have to jump in now. Second second halves, you have a lot more opportunity for the clock to be stopped and points to be scored. Correct. So, so I'll need an an additional fourteen. I'll actually need an additional fifteen points from where my projected end will be from the first half. Now we've seen that. We've seen that. I think the over is a little bit more of a risk, 134 and a mm-hmm. half. I'd, I'd like to drop it a little bit. Now here's something to think about. Colgate's up 14-12 with 12-13 to go. That's yeah, the game six-point line. That's dropped two and a half to three points, depending on where you had it close. Well, what was the total in that game? The total originally was, and I'll have it here for you, 161 and a half. It's down to 157. Wow. Mm. But you're really at, I mean, you're really at 45 total points. I'm going to go under 156 in this game. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to go under the current game here. I'm not going to parlay them. I'm going to do straight bets, but units both along. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Vatek Florida game is, is suspended. Both are suspended because they're way too high. All right. Is there anything from what happened yesterday to moving forward? I think the only thing now is just trying to figure out what the Eagles do at six and if we got anything from it. And we kind of brought that up with this specific cut about Howie Roseman and Jalen Hurts, and it's still going to be some sort of guessing game. I understand that. But the I can't 
I don't know about Nick Sirianni. And to Barrett's point about him going out there and coaching, it's going to drive me crazy. Every time I hear him, it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I, I need week one to happen yeah. for him. I don't need week one to happen for the NFL draft. And I, and I wonder if Jeffrey Lurie did tip his hand and Howie Roseman is doing damage control. Or, like, couldn't they just be sold on Jalen Hurts? Like, well, why it, is that such a, a discounted uh, idea? I, I don't know how you could be after four games. I, uh, remember, he was the 53rd pick in the draft. We're not talking about a guy who was picked sixth or mm-hmm. second. Or, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going one. You know, J- Justin Fields, if, if he were there, I got to take him. I have to. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care if Jeffrey Lurie or not. I hope Howie just breaks out and just takes the kid. But, look, 32 teams were evaluating Jalen Hurts, and he ended up in the second round. That that tells you something. And Daniel Jeremiah was talking about the ceilings of these players, and he, he mentioned Fields and Trey Lance specifically, and I know Barrett likes Trey. Mm-hmm. He just said they have much higher ceilings. Yeah. Now, the floors might be lower as well. That's what makes this stuff difficult. But, I yeah, you, the Eagles claim they don't want to be up in the top ten all the time. That's what Howie always says. We don't plan on being here. So how do you not address the quarterback situation? How do you not do it? Well, you know, you, I think it might be a little bit of gamesmanship by the owner. Maybe the owner said that to, you know, take everybody's mind off of it. You know say, what? All right, I don't that, Barrett, because it was Chris Mortensen. And Jeffrey okay. would never burn Chris Mortensen. No. Uh, he burned me. He burned everybody <laughs> else, but he's not burning Chris Has Mortensen. Has he burned you before? No. But uh, I'm just saying, he would not do that to Chris Mortensen. He would not use him. Well, it's 60, man. So what does that mean It's 60? Do you win or you lose? We have breaking breaking news. We have breaking news. The push. No. You got to push. What? No, no. We have break. And I had to take the picture of it because nobody will believe me. And you can see, I'm even going to put it there so you can see the time in which it was placed. I misread my own bet. The total, the first half total was not 60 points. It was, in fact, I can't read that. Three points. 63. So that's an easy winner. That's a coast. I was sweating something out for no reason. Oh, oh, oh no, right. no, no. You don't get by by this. Now you got you to gotta apologize to Mr. Predicto. Yeah. Mr. Predicto was right, Mr. Predicto. Yes. Uh, you got to apologize. You thought you were going to break him. And I'm the one who told you to take it. You did take right. it. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, Barrett. The reason why I didn't break it and I wanted to play it out is it because if it did push, and you're right, if it pushes, then it's void and you get your money back. But Mr. Predicto saves the day. <laughs> I love you. And on that on that note, yeah. I think there's got to be an apology on the Twitter. Right. Account. right. Twitter Absolutely. Account. Mr. Predictor, I owe you a public apology even more so than what I just gave you here on the program. But yeah. yeah. Do you want to ask any question? Do you have any tournament related cover question? If it's a spread money line or total, Harry. Is yes. there anything that you're a little uncertain about that we should ask Mr. Predicto before we all get out of here and promote one more time, mind you, great news, and we all love it, with John McMullen and Jody McDonald, Birds 365. But any question I can ask Mr. Predicto before we're out of here? Yes. Uh, will Oral Roberts cover against the Ohio State Buckeyes? No. Oh. Oh. Do you no. have that? Are you locked in? Oh. 
I'm locked in on that and the over. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the show, man. And also, uh, like I said, second. you and you and Jody, man. I mean, go ahead and uh, right, go, go, go. Sorry. All right. So, and, uh, you know, the but stream wants to know. Much more important. You know, they were saying how many cigarettes uh, Jody Mack will smoke in that two-hour period. Come on. Come on. I was going to ask Mr. Predicto about college basketball. But Go ahead. I don't care Go because ahead. Birds 365. All, the <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. There now, we real go. Quick. There's, there's a promo. I saw something, and we'll cut that for you. I saw something, as we always like to go to the stream, when people ask questions or make statements about what we're talking about, not just, of course, what they're talking about, which we love. But I saw this from Mr. International. It's been a little bit. So where the hell you been, Mr. International, about Howie Roseman? I'm looking for it, so I was trying to put it up as I speak, about mm -hmm. Howie Roseman will be gone if he fails this year and next. Where, where is the Howie Roseman is going to be fired after blank on the radar or gauge? Like, where are we on that right now? Where is Howie Roseman's job security, in your opinion? I think it's pretty solid. I, I compare How much can you withstand? Quite a bit. I, I, I mean, I think Jeffrey looks at Howie Roseman. I've made the comparison like the 32 NFL owners look at Roger Goodell. He's a lightning rod. As long as people are complaining about Howie, they're not complaining about Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. I think he likes that. Yep. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and I saw that. Thank you, Mr. International. We love you, too. I just haven't seen – maybe I missed a, a comment here or there, but we appreciate it. As again, I saw that and I wanted to bring it up because I, I think that there is – and I, I don't know, and, and, and I think that's almost a scary thought, and I'll leave you with this. I know we'll get out for overtime. It's almost a scary thought that the guy could go the next two years and win four to six games and still be here. Still keep his job. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I think they expect to win four or six games, and they're probably going to win seven, and everybody's going to say, what a great job Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman I did. I can't wait for that. So well, see, I'm, I'm, you guys entertain it. I'm not entertaining whether Howie's going to be here or not. I can't do it anymore. Why not? <laughs> Whatever you say will go the opposite. Right, exactly. <laughs> <I mean it. laughs> Thanks again. One more time. Here it is. Courtesy of today uh, and each and every day of Book It Sports. And we remind you of a brand new show on Jacob Media, Philly Voice, Birds 365. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. 
Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.